right. Hello? Hi, we're gonna wait. We're, uh, Shin should be joining, and then Bart, she's gonna join us. She said in 10 minutes. Okay. Um, real quick. I got some interesting facts about Woody in the beginning of the production. I did not think about that. Uh, while we're waiting, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Sure. I actually started writing them down because I'm like, I did not expect that. So, in the beginning of Toy Story 1, he was supposed to be a huge jerk. And in Toy Story 2, he was supposed to be nicer, but still a huge jerk. So, the, the exact quote, I believe was he had to he had to be selfless in the end so we decided to make him selfish in the beginning but we changed that i'm like what the in my mind it's just like i did not expect that you know yeah that's that's some new information i didn't know about either i used to do research on and my paper's full (sighs) i'm clumsy um don't know where uh, it's probably joining but I know it takes a little bit yeah <laughs> but um, so alright uh, welcome to the podcast guys um, this is episode 2 um, today we're going to be going over the uh, Toy Story 2 uh, last episode we did one, so if you did miss that, uh, please go and join, uh, uh, enjoy that, uh, first episode to, uh, so you're not kind of spoiled by this one, because we're kind of doing, uh, we're gonna overlay the first one and kind of start off the second one on this podcast, because this technically, uh, Toy Story 2 and 3 are kind of the middle movies of the, uh, series, so we're gonna do a lot of overlaying for this, uh, this movie and the next one. So, um, today I'm joined with a uh, cat. Uh, the person in the first episode, Shin, should be joining. Uh, don't know if he is, but he should be. But uh, for right now, it's just gonna be me and Cat. So I guess. Um, let me pull up the quotes. So. I guess we can start off with actor, actor, voice actors, and then if they're still not here, we can go on to uh, reviewing the movie. So, for voice actors, um, Tom Hanks it plays as Woody. Um, does his uh, comeback? Uh, Tim Allen plays as Buzz Lightyear. Uh, I believe it's. Uh, Juan or Joanne uh, Krusik as Jesse. No, it's probably Joanne. Uh, Kelsey Grammer as Stinky Pete, the prospect. Um, Don Rickles as Mr. Potato Head. Jim Varney as Slinky Dog. Wallace as uh, Rex. Uh, Ratzenberger as Piggy Bing. And Potts as uh, Bo Peep. Russell Harris as uh, Mrs. Wayne Knight as uh, Al McWiggin, uh, John Moore, Davis, and Lori McHale 
and Kath as Andy's mom. Uh, my favorite Arlie Ermy as Sarge, one of then Jody Benson as Barbie. Jonathan Harris as the uh, Joe Rantis. And Jeff Pigeon as Aliens. And lastly, Andrew Dan as Evil Emperor Zerg. So with those voice actresses actresses and actors. Um, most of them do make a comeback. Uh, Tom Hanks, Jim, or Tim Allen, uh, Ari, Ar, Arlie, Ermy, and uh, the new ones who were introduced at the end. Those people, uh, Mrs. Potato Head and Mr. Potato Head, uh, begin their climb into the movie uh, for this uh, series. So, you do meet them at the beginning of this. Uh, you get introduced at the end of the first one. Um, so, shoot, I guess. Did you get Did you get Andy's mom? Yeah. Okay. Andy's mom is Laurie Mc, Mc, McCaff. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah, most some new ones, uh, mostly uh, repeat repeats for the uh, first one. Um, so... Kat, do you want to start the reviews since Shin's not joined yet? Uh, sure. Um, well, the fir- the first review that that uh, I can't talk. The first review that I see is uh, reviewers judge the film as a sequel that was equaled or even surpassed the original in terms of quality. Toy Story Two. W- yeah, can't talk. Toy Story 2 does what a few sequels ever do. The Hollywood Reporter pro- pro- proclaimed, to, instead of essentially remaking an earlier film and deeming it a sequel, the creative team, led by director John Lesler, delves into deeper... delves deeper into... Sorry, I'm having problems talking today. Their characters while retaining the fun spirit of their original film. Sorry, I'm having a little bit of a problem talking today. I uh, I got some teeth pulled a few months ago, so I'm still getting used to it. That's fine. Anyways, is there anything you want to say? Um, no, but uh, no. Um, trying to procrastinate here. <laughs> I know that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but. Um, uh, I guess we can start with, we can start with Bart's, uh, segment. Uh, nah, we can just do Shins, because it's the introduction. So, um, I'll read off, uh, Shins' part. Uh, Toy Story 2 is a 1999 American computer animated comedy film directed by John Lester and produced by Pixar Animation Studios for Walt Disney Pictures. It is the sequel to 1995's Toy Story, the first one, and is the second film in the Toy Story franchise. In this Toy Story 2 film, Woody is stolen by a toy collector, prompting Buzz Buzz Lightyear and his uh, friends to rescue him, but Woody is then tempted by the adi- by the idea of, of immortality in a museum. 
Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Ron uh, Ron Rickles, Wallace Shane, Sean, uh, John Rosenberg, Jim Jim Varney, Annie Potts, Ari Lee John Morris, and Laurie McCaff all reprised their character roles from the original film. The returning cast is joined by uh, Joanne Krusik, Kelsey Grammer, Elsie Harris, Jody Benson, and Wayne Knight, who voiced the new characters introduced in this film. So, the introduction into this new um, film uh, is... Uh, it's it's it has good the movies have good transition especially I think for uh, first movie to the second movie of this uh, franchise they definitely have good uh, connecting parts so they um, they make it uh, fluent never really left the first movie what's up fluent they make it fluent. Yeah, I have, I have, um, I, I, yeah, I cannot talk. I ha- actually found a really cool fact about Jesse. Want to hear it? Uh, yeah, sure. So Jesse was originally Senorita Cactus. She was not Jesse. So Jesse would have been a different character. Yeah, exactly. And Toy Story Two was originally a directed video sequel. That would have prompted the whole change of the, this franchise. That's that's interesting. Yeah, if they apparently if they hadn't have gone with uh, John Lesler's wife Nancy, if they hadn't asked her or whatever, we would not have Jesse because she was she was responsible for creating Jesse in Toy Story Two. Yeah, we see a lot of these. Um, changes uh and actors actresses and actors in movies a lot of the time like this which uh audience sometimes can't really imagine what it would be like to have a different actor um which in the director's minds they don't really care because it's it's the part being played but uh if you were to play one movie with one actor and then completely redo the movie with different people uh, it would change the whole layout of what the movie reminds you of and so uh, <clears throat> thinking about um, Woody being more uh, selfish and uh, Jesse not being there meaning would, would prompt the whole franchise to completely change which I don't think would be a, a, as enjoyable most people remember the Toy Story franchise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, also, if it also part of the reason we have Jesse and Aspen Eureka Cactus was because there was a mistake in, in the production of Toy Story 2, which was about the computers, which made it to where one of the computers sent a bug through and it deleted 90% of the uh, work that they did. So they had to rewrite it, and they couldn't remember how to do Senorita Cactus's full character. So they came up with Jesse. Another really cool fact. Hmm. That yeah. I I found these in my book. I really like Toy Story. Toy Story as a kid. Yeah, every kid likes Toy Story. <laughs> oh, 
so now uh, I guess we're gonna go. Uh, and we are joined now by, I believe, Bart. Yep, Bart right here. All right, just in time. So, do you want to start? Uh, you want to <clears throat> introduce yourself as a new person? Oh yeah, I'm Bart. I'm here for the podcast to talk about Toy Story. All right, so uh, <clears throat> give a give a little quick rundown of how you enjoyed Toy Story franchise and how you enjoyed um, the first and second one, just so we get your uh, point of view on this uh, movie. Uh, the first Toy Story had a lot of it was it was kind of revolutional in its time. You know, a lot of these new 3D animations movie 3D animation movies coming out at the same time, and so uh, Toy Story really impacted my childhood and a lot of people that I know right now that are still children. It's really made an impact on the world, and the movie itself was really interesting to rewatch as like. Uh, as an adult instead of from a child's eyes and um, a few things that I noticed about is all the the characters and all the details and the uh, well, the word it's on the tip of my tongue and all their traits and how their individuality really affected can affect and will affect children uh, and has affected, affected children. But uh, the whole franchise, I think, was... The first couple movies were pretty great, but uh, three and four, I feel like they branched out to a section where they were trying to expand the franchise, but uh, in four, they just did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three, they, uh- they, they added some expertise but like four wasn't that weird. all right so uh thank you for giving us your introduction on uh, and opinion about the toy story franchise um so now um what i want you to do is start off with your um your segment and just give us a overview of the plot <clears throat> uh, the plot toy story 2 okay so at the beginning of the movie, we see Andy as he prepares to go to a cowboy camp with Woody. And this is where we're introduced to Woody and Buzz and um, the characters, the beginning main characters. So as uh, Andy's preparing, he accident- and as he's playing with his toys, he accidentally tears off Woody's arm. And his mom sees the conflict and decides to, that it's time to put Woody on a shelf because he can't really take him anymore. To cowboy camp because he's ripped and so Woody on the shelf finds a squeeze toy uh, it's a penguin squeeze toy named Wheezy and he's he's been on that shelf for a long time he's been put up there by mom discarded and I think it really shows through this it's, it's uh, symbolic to how like Toys get disto- toys get discarded as they go, and children can easily forget about them. Uh, so when Woody meets this toy uh, named Wheezy, this penguin, uh, his squeaker is broken, and so that's why he's been put up there. 
uh, Andy's mom decides to put the 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 we put Wheezy in a yard sale as long and Woody decides to go save him. And but in the meantime, as he's trying to save him, he gets stolen by a toy collector. And this toy collector is a really interesting character. His name's Al McWiggin, I believe. And it just shows that not only children play with toys, and it's it's interesting. And that we're shown by this character trait, character trait that Woody is a, a good a collectible toy. He's not just a toy you'd buy at Walmart. He's a collectible. So Buzz and ha- Buzz Ham, Mr. Potato Head, Slinky Dog, and Rex go out to save Woody. And this is where we're also introduced to more of the main characters. Buzz Lightyear, Ham, Mr. Potato Head, uh, Slinky Dog, and Rex. And so, at Al's apartment, Woody, who's been stolen, learns he's based on Woody's Roundup, which is a toy set. And with this toy set, here there is multiple toys like Jesse, Bullseye, Stinky Pete, and the pros in Stinky Pete the Prospector. <clears throat> Jesse is a female version of Woody, basically. She is a female cow boy or cowgirl. Bullseye is his dog. And um, there's in the the whole pack is said is they were gonna be sold to a museum in Japan, right? Alright. Yep. So determined to as the good toy is, determined to get back to his owner, Andy, he he like he expresses his concern and he tells he starts formulating a plan and he's going all out and this uh, um and this causes jesse to have an eye on him and this is where we first see an underlying plot of romance a, a build-up in the relationship and friendship and these characters and uh and the <clears throat> stinky pete who's a character also in the set explains Woody, Jesse, and uh, the other toys that the only reason they care, the only reason that Japan, the only way that the, the, the Japan, 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 yeah, excuse me, the Japanese museum will buy them is if they're a full set. And without Woody, they'll be returned to storage. And this is where we had some more buildup and more character traits, and we're starting to learn more and personally personify these toys and uh, when we when sneaky eye stinky eye talks about the storage space jesse's claustrophobia is uh triggered and so we turn back to al and how and he's picked up at a woody and he's uh observing him and he accidentally rips woody's off arm woody's arms woody's arm off completely and so in this moment of sheer in, the, in this moment of uh, conflict, Woody sees an opportunity to gra- opportunity to grab his arm and bolt, but is sabotaged because um, Al's TV turned on, and he and then Jesse has the remote in front of her, and so this is a, one of our first conflicts between the characters. And, so first we got introduced to Jesse and now they're then they introduced an underlying romance between them and now we're here with a conflict um, and since uh, Woody's arm is damaged and he's been a bit rusty he's an old toy Al decides to send him to a toy repair to fix him <clears throat> and then throughout this Woody and Jesse uh, get closer uh, 
Woody starts to learn about a bit about the background info about Jesse, and he learns where she used to come from, who was her owner, and what happened to her. Uh, Jesse's owner was a girl named Emily, and Emily grew up and decided that she no longer liked Jesse and threw her out. And in this whole midst of we learn of reality, the toys are starting to think, "Hey, like they're trying to warn Woody that." Andy will grow out of him, and he doesn't. He has to get less attached, <clears throat> and he'll get the same thing that happens to, that happened to Jesse to him. So, uh, where in the museum, Sneak Pete tries to convince him to stay in the museum. Uh, where in the museum, they'll stay together forever, and nobody will ditch him or uh, abandon him. And since. Uh, and since he his arm is ripped off and he's in a he's in a state of insecurity from all the other toys telling him to stay or you know why leave we're gonna be here together you'll get fixed up we'll be on display people like to play with us we'll always have somebody new so uh, Andy's convinced to not to stay and uh, instead of escaping. On the other side, we have Buzz and the other toys are still at Andy's house, and they're trying to figure out how to save Woody. So Buzz Lightyear, he is the one of the protagonists in the story. He uh, finds out where uh, uh, Woody is being held at Al's toy barn, and he starts, and 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 they start to formulate a plan, and they get over there, but. Soon after they uh, reached Al's toys barn, as Al's toy barn, Buzz gets imprisoned in a cardboard box by a brand new Buzz Lightyear action figure. And this show, and this also brings us to reality that these toys are indeed toys, and there's multiple of them. They're made in factories, and it shows the the watchers that yeah, we may be personifying them, but don't forget these things. Our toys. <clears throat> so, after and then new Buzz joins the, the after trapping the the normal Buzz, he joins the other toys who mistake him for their Buzz. And uh, so, a little time passes. The toys figure out Al's plan to send Woody off with his fellow.、Uh, Collection toys to a, a Japanese museum. They start going into panic mode and they head into Al's apartment. So Annie's Buzz, the、uh, fake Buzz, the new Buzz Lightyear, escapes and goes after them and accidentally、uh, frees the、uh, another kind of toy, an evil toy, one of our antagonists, Emperor、uh, Evil Emperor Zerg, who's an action figure as well. He he goes after Buzz with the intent of destroying him because that's what their background is. Buzz and、uh, Evil Emperor Zerg are enemies. So throughout this whole conflict, the toys do find Woody and they rejoin. And Buzz、uh, Buzz is no longer trapped by the cardboard box, and they all find their way to each other. You'd think that the story is over, but not yet, because Woody. Um, had already been convinced in his moment of insecurity to stay there instead of go back to Andy, where he thinks he's going to get abandoned when Andy wait, like grows up.
<clears throat> and so we go into the the building of friendship here when Buzz and Woody have a talk and he reminds Woody of what it really means to be a toy uh, and it's the real purpose is to be played with and he would just be on display in a museum and uh, with the TV still on Woody sees a boy hug him on TV and he realizes that Buzz is correct he's he's right and that the true purpose of a toy is to just to be played with and so he gets the rest of the gang he grabs Jesse Stinky Pete uh, Bullseye and he asks them to come home with him and Stinky Pete he turns he says never mind um, we can't you can't leave we're we're I want you to stay we need to go to Japan and he reveals that his he's the person who's actually responsible for um, turning on the TV and stopping Woody's escape and <clears throat> and he framed Jesse and that started the conflict between Jesse and Woody and so he goes on to say that he wants to go to museum because uh, he's never because he's never been loved or played with and he that's what's normal to him Al the toy collector returns and he's he sees all the toys and he puts them in a suitcase and leaves for the airport and um the, the the Andy's toys go ahead and follow him but Zerg the the evil emperor Zerg whose enemies was but uh, Buzz Lightyear returns one sec okay just gotta move my cat um so they're caught by uh, the evil emperor Zerg and uh the new Buzz and Zerg start fighting each other and we have a kind of reflection on some other uh, series as Zerg reveals that he is indeed uh, New Buzz's father. And then Rex comes, uh, Rex comes in and attacks Zerg off of the, uh, of the elevator, and New Buzz chooses to stay with him and jumps as well. So the the other toys are going back to go save Woody and they meet these two these three two, uh, toy aliens who steal a planet delivery truck and they follow Al to the airport where they go into the bagging bagging handling system and they try to hunt down Al's suitcase. Stinky Pete and Woody are in a conflict here. They're fighting, they're going at it and Stinky Pete rips off Woody's arm yet again with his pickaxe but Andy's toys the other the gang comes in and they uh trap Stinky Pete in a little girl's bag they free a bullseye who was once trapped and Jesse who in the midst of this gets caught up on the plane for Japan Woody uh determined to have everybody home and safe he goes after Jesse and frees her before the plane gets off and all of them return home. Andy returns from camp and accepts Jesse, Bullseye, and Aliens as his new toys. And then Woody's arm is repaired. And Weezer's squeaker has been fixed as well. And so we we get a little uh, uh, reference to the beginning of the movie. So in the midst of all of this, Al, is, uh, Al, the toy collector, is upset in a new commercial after losing the Roundup Gang, which is the... Uh, collector's box that Woody, Jesse, Bullseye, and Stinky Pete were a part of. And Woody tells Bullseye he's no longer worried about Andy outgrowing him because they still they will still have each other for company. 
that's the plot. All right. Um. Sounds. Sounds like the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Shin, you there? Shin, you there? Uh, he's connected again since he's here. Um, all right. Uh, don't know. Hmm. Uh, gone. Oh, nothing. I was just gonna <sighs> just rubbing. All right. Well, hmm. so since uh, Shin, can you can you hear us? Send us a text through uh, the Discord. All right. Well, since hmm. I guess microphone doesn't work, um, we can just hover over his part. Well, we kind of already went over the beginning, mm-hmm. but, um, so, okay, so we can start by rating mm-hmm. the movie on how we feel, um, uh, did we get a rating, did, uh, did we find an outline for the rating? Um, I don't think we did. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's one right here for reviews on the movie ratings. Uh, yeah, movie. yeah, some reviews right here about the animation. But the cat girl was supposed to say it. Yeah, she went over it. I don't think we got. Oh, okay, I found it. All right, so the rating <laughs> for no, we can't hear you, Shane. Yeah. I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up. Um, but the rating, average rating for this mm-hmm. movie is 8.68 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, that, um, 8.68 out of that's, 10. That's um, a good B. I think for the, for the movie, for the actual movie plot, for the, uh, for the actual plot, yeah, I think it would get a B, but for the animation, for its time, I think it was, it should deserve a little bit higher. Yeah, it definitely, the franchise was definitely the start of animation, animated mm-hmm. movies, which set the scene for uh, a lot of other, like, kid shows and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I think, it, yeah, but, it started a revolution of, you know, Toy Story 1, Toy, Toy, Toy Story 2, start some Disney stories, Disney had some actual, fret, like, they could make merchandise off of this, and they no longer had these old movies, like, like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, they released a modern age movie that kids could appeal to. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna rate this movie a solid 8.50 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it does fit the stage, but the the story could have been a little bit better. Um, I feel like the reason why it is not a nine for uh, the average review is because the plot maybe kind of confused little mm-hmm. kids. Um, looks like. Um, I think I would rate it a good uh. What's it called? Uh, I think I would rate it a good eight out of uh, eight point five. I thought the story itself was pretty shoddy. 
I mean, well, towards the end where they go to the there, there's too many places. You have there's too many different settings that the toys are going to. You have the actual, uh, you have the airport, you have the Andy's room, you have the whole house, you have the yard sale, and then you go on to the airport and Andy uh, Al's toy palace. I think it's a bit too much for a simple kids movie. Yeah, um, as well as they they got some cheap like some cliches in it that's the like with the with zorg and buzz lightyear i thought that was a bit strange and then immediately uh after woody and jesse meet they just start off a romance like that i would love if there was a little bit more build-up but uh seeing i was a kid's movie i don't think you can expect much of it out of it so uh, 8.3 is for me out of 10 Alright, um, so, uh, I guess since Shin's mic is not working, mm. uh, I guess he can't rate it, but Shin, mm. if you can hear us, give us your, uh, 1 to 10 scale rating for the movie. Alright, we'll I have to go, but if you guys need anything, just text, but I gotta go for now. Is that alright? Alright, we're, we're pretty much wrapping it up. Uh, all right. Have a good night. You too, see ya. Uh, Bart, not Bart, my bad. Shin. Alright, so guys, Shin gives the uh, Toy Story 2 movie an 8.5 out of 10. Um, Shin, can you give us a brief description on why you did it? Or just any reason for it? Uh, so while Shin's giving us his review, um, I'm going to tell you uh, about what we're going to do. So, um, for next episode, uh, Toy Story 3, we're going to be changing plots. So, any plot that you heard from one person is going to be read by a different person for Toy Story 3. And I just want to let you guys know we're going to be switching plots up and not plots. We're going to be reading different segments for every, uh, for every different movie or TV show that we watch. So, um, yeah, hope you, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, had two more people, two new people in it. Okay, so Shin says, reason why he gives it at 8.5 is because he feels like the movie was just all over, all over the place, like Bart said. Yeah, so there was a lot of different places and areas that took place for the movie, which I think confused a little your kids a lot, which is why the main uh, movie critics did give it an 8 point uh, something out of 10 instead of the reasonable 9 out of 10. It was a bit of a sloppy plot for the movie but it does add to the franchise which we can only respect so uh, with me being the last voice you guys are going to hear I hope you guys have a splendid rest of your day or night or morning and uh, yeah we'll see you at uh, Toy Story 3